0: We've been doing Clit Talk for a while now, over 200 episodes to date, and we have had an influx of new Clitorati and we still have our consistent OG Clitorati tuning in every week. So we've created a free gift for you. It's called Clit Talk Cliff Notes, the No BS Guide to Self-Pleasure and Sexual Intimacy.
1: And we're really giving you our best highlight reel of sex tips. We have combined our top sex hacks to give you confidence, communication, orgasms, and the ability to take your pleasure game from zero to a hundred real quick and blow any partner's mind in bed
0: included in this bang and free gift is two free audio trainings self-pleasure is self-love and our hottest sex tips we also have unreleased episodes uh, and a fan favorite from our sex and empowerment signature masterclass an erotic visualization and a video on orgasmic breathing
1: oh yeah So to get a little taste of what we do here, you definitely want to sign up for Clit Talk Cliff Notes. Just go to clittalkshow.com backslash guide because Clitorati, it is possible to have quantum leaps in your sex and empowerment with simple and impactful shifts. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good
2: one today, yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show.
0: Clitorati, erotic blueprints are a hot topic since sex, love, and goop came out. So we are bringing in the certified blueprint experts to come in and school us. So our guest today became a licensed sexuality and intimacy coach as a result of her frustration with her sex life and her search to have more hot, steamy, fulfilling sex. So now she helps women and couples experience... to getting out of their heads and into the moment, transforming their level of connection and passion and immersing themselves in erotic pleasure and unleashing their full sexual potential. That is what we do here. So please
2: welcome Jesse Fred. Yes,
1: welcome. <sighs> Thank you so Amazing. much for having
2: me. We are so excited to have you here. And this is really exciting because this is a um we had so many people write in and are so interested in the erotic mm-hmm. blueprint. We first did an episode with one of our favorites, Caitlin V. I don't, wait, what was, to, can, can one of you look up the episode number for that? So we 198. Can up, oh, 198. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you haven't listened to episode 198, go ahead and do that first because that is kind of a brief overview of the erotic blueprint. We're going to be diving a little bit deeper today um, and getting deeper into sort of troubleshooting the erotic blueprint, if you will. (laughs) Um, So so go back and listen to Caitlin V's episode. And what's really cool is Jesse is actually Caitlin's coach. She was like, if you really want to go deeper on the erotic blueprint, Jesse is who you need. So we have you in the house. We're so excited. Mm, Um, Thank you. And I guess today, so so in the last episode, she did go over all the different archetypes, which we're going to kind of review, but you're going to kind of do it from a different perspective and sort of mm-hmm. talk about um, sort of the shadow side or the challenges that these mm-hmm. archetypes um mm-hmm. experience. So mm-hmm. I guess we can we can start right there. <laughs>
3: I'm I'm a Scorpio. This is perfect. Like I'll just dive into what's what's the challenging part and what's the emotional part of sex that's that's being difficult. Well,
2: and, and you can and you can yeah. you can remind us a little bit what they are, just so just so we know. Sure. Soon. Yeah.
3: Um, we'll start with the energetic. The energetic is um, the blueprint where you're the most sensitive. You can sense when someone walks in the room. Like you can sniff their emotions before you even ask someone how they're doing. You can feel it. You can also, um, like say for family gatherings, um, you can kind of read the room really easily, almost as if you're connected in a psychic way to everyone's emotions. Um, What that does in your sexuality is it creates a lot of sensitivity. And that sensitivity can be your gift when it is um, utilized in that way. A lot of people that um, are energetic either don't know because they're like, I don't understand what that is. They're just so used to living in their own experience that like they can understand animals, they can understand people's emotions. Um, But when it comes to understanding sensitivity and slowness and space, that's really what turns them on is like tease, anticipation, and intention. Um, So the type of sex that they like is like, the type of erotic tension that you can feel palpable from across the room. Like a great example is eye fucking. Um, Energetics like created eye fucking. When you can feel like your pussy throb because someone looked at you a certain way, um, that is what they want. They're like, (laughs) yes, like fuck me from across the room first and then I'll let you into my personal bubble.
2: Oh, that's kind of hot. Yeah. (laughs)
3: yeah. Um, So what is really challenging for them is... Figuring out where their personal bubble ends. Like we each have our own sensitivity surrounding us. And some people call it like our aura um, in, and it changes via culture. So the energetic, um, sometimes like when I've checked in, what I do to check in with my energetic is I'll close my eyes and I'll take a deep breath and I'll ask myself like how far I can feel outside of my skin and what that texture of that possibly looks like, and the color of that, um, just imagining, visualizing. And from outside of your skin, that's where you can tell where arousal and foreplay need to begin. So sometimes it's eight feet outside of you. Sometimes it's right on the peach fuzz. Sometimes it's two feet outside of you. So getting to understand where your personal bubble is, is where arousal and um, initiation begins. And when it's not catered to in that way, for instance, when I was highly energetic, my partner um, would come up and like grab my butt and like nibble on my neck. And um, I wanted so badly to enjoy that, but I couldn't because I felt like my boundaries were being um, violated, mm-hmm. uh, not, on, not on purpose, not intentionally, but it, it naturally kicked in fight or flight to be like on alert. Um, So playing with that space and playing with um, the eye-fucking and feeling energy is what largely helps them get out of that feeling of overwhelm, hypersensitivity, um, and hypervigilance of like naturally being in shock from receiving types of touch that you want to get turned on by, but you're already in
0: fight or flight. Hmm. So... I can so relate to that. Yeah.
2: Are you energetic, Katie?
0: I'm looking at mine. I'm um well I'm 26% kinky sexual and energetic like right up right oh, off wow. the bat and then 20% se- sensual and 25% shapeshifter.
2: So pretty <laughs> like you're all over the place.
0: <laughs> I've all, all the all challenges.
2: <laughs> yeah. So for anyone who's wondering where we're getting our results you can take a free quiz online to yeah. get to get the basics of your percentages at what uh, it's just eroticblueprint.com right
3: Yeah you can also find it on my website jessiefresh.com um Katie you um saying that like yeah there's part of me that is energetic that identifies with that a lot of um the quiz only represents what your mind really thinks you are which we can write mm-hmm. all kinds of stories about who we are as a sexual being. For instance, when I took the quiz in the very beginning, I was um, more in the beginning of my erotic journey, but I was very set on being a very specific type of um, blueprint, meaning I love decorating a space. I um, I love being caressed or that's what I thought I loved. But what would happen was when I actually would get caressed or um, ask for those things that I thought I liked, like, let's set the mood and then like, and then I'll get turned on. Um, I I wouldn't get turned on. It just was frustrating. That was what Mm. helped me enter into the erotic blueprints because I was telling myself a story that I was a certain Mm. blueprint, which the blueprint that I'm describing is the sensual blueprint. They need beauty. They need full body contact. They need um, massage and caressing, and they love to be wined and dined. And sure, I love all of those things, but that is not what like lit me up and made me feel alive. Um, so checking yeah. the quiz, getting the quiz is like a great mental place to start, but you really want to test on your body because when I tested on my body two years later, after taking the quiz i realized that the reason why i wasn't getting turned on was because i was kinky and what i really needed was to be
2: tied up mm. yes queen yeah <laughs> <laughs> what i really needed was to be tied up yeah i just needed i just needed the the babysitter's father to fuck me <laughs> well, I've
0: never, <laughs> been, uh, your fantasy. I've never been tied up, so I guess I don't even know if that turns me on or not. Gotta, you know, try. We'll try any, almost anything once here. Well, for bondage,
2: um, mm. we do want to go to a du- She does want to go to a dungeon. I do.
0: Oh, we still
3: have to do that. <laughs> oh, dungeons are so, so, interesting. so fun. Um, bondage is one of the things that helps people get out of their heads so easily because you really have to surrender when you are convinced that you can't do anything. Like when you, you don't have a job when you're tied up, you don't have Mm. any way of controlling the situation. So you naturally surrender. Um, And one thing to add on top of that is like, Mm. um, if like I, I'm a recovering workaholic. um, And so my workaholism would come into sex and I'd be like, come on, like, let me direct, let me produce. Like I would kind of take over. And really, um, I found it difficult to actually get in the moment because I was so active in my mind that to get into my body, I had to be tied up in order to get there. So being blindfolded, having even just like, um, a scarf tied around my mouth. When your mouth, now I'm going into ball gags already. Um, when your mouth is tied up. I love
1: it. I love you. You're keeping it Welcome fresh. Welcome to Clint Talk.
3: <laughs> when you tie your mouth up, your mouth naturally, like psychologically, what happens is your mouth is like, well, can't talk. So like, I can't direct. I can't really think mm-hmm. too much. And it naturally takes a backseat. So bondage does the same thing of like, wow. it takes a back seat and then you get to explore um, more of what your senses are enjoying than your brain doing the the directing.
2: Speaking of ball gags, do you have any brands that you recommend? <laughs> well, okay. One thing you have to know about ball gags. I guess you gags, can guess my type. <laughs> <laughs> um, ball gags, like
3: I, I'm more of a DIY uh, like... One of the things I really enjoy is getting really crafty with sex toys. So, um, mm. for instance, Ooh, I'll grab one that? real quick. Like, this is a simple household um, scarf. You can find a scarf probably in your house. If you twist it up and just put it in your mouth, it's going to be the probably the safest, um, most comfortable, and you're not going to drool all over yourself because ball gags make you drool and because you can't swallow. So, this absorbs your drool. <laughs> How did we go so quickly into talking about ball gags, drooling? Welcome to Clip. Just, talk. <laughs> yeah. This is what we do. Yeah. Um, so something as simple as like, oh, good. You just tie it out around your face and it's all good. Um so
0: <laughs> for those of you listening.
2: Yeah. We all, we're on YouTube. If you want us to see, just tie the scarf <laughs> in her mouth. <laughs>
3: And okay, so we we just briefly talked about the um, sensual and kinky in those uh, like hybrid descriptions. Um, Sensuals just will reverse back to sensuals. Sensuals need um, beauty to be a part of the experience, they um, need to have every sense ignited. So they need taste to be yummy, they need the smell to be delicious. They need um, everything to look good, which I like to blindfold them so that they can't look at things because then they can't overanalyze. Um, the sound, like if you put on music, mm. they can more easily get into
2: Ooh. like into their body. That's um, the sensual people. Yeah, sensual needs like all of their senses. That's to my be... so, that's my song, strong second.
3: Yeah, awesome because kinky and sensual go really well together as well. Um, we we'll get we'll hybrid that too. Mm. Um. So the sensuals, they need all of that because that's what allows them to relax. They have to relax in order to get aroused. Um. Mm. So taking a bubble bath mm. and having a delicious dinner and lighting the candles and putting on the satin sheets, like all of that berry White stuff is for the sensuals. And it's also what we're told as women in our culture of like what female sexuality is, which is what I was subscribing to. I was like, I'm a woman, so I guess I like this stuff. Um, And that is not necessarily the case. Mm. Like, your body will tell you if you like it or not. If you're bored and if you're redecorating and if you're stuck in your head, that means that, one, either your senses are not um, being engaged enough or the sensual is not really your blueprint.
1: Oh. So this just totally brought something up in me. Like my lowest um percentage of my blueprints is my sexual. Mm-hmm. And like I can just I can get pretty bored with that. Like so bored so fast. All of a sudden I'm like, wait, there's a cock inside of me. <laughs> and I have to literally be like, I'm into this, I'm into this. I actually am into this. Hold on. I am, I am into it. I do this. this is turning me on. But it's not the most natural thing to just be like. This is everything. So my, you could probably guess what I am. I'm a shapeshifter. (laughs) I'm sharing that. (laughs) I'm literally, I'm literally 0% sexual. Zero. (laughs) That actually, no, that makes so much sense to me. Like, that makes so much sense to me. Um, So, so I'm 25% shapeshifter. Mm -hmm. followed by 21.43% kinky. And Jesse. when I got to talk to you in preparation for the show, I was telling you I'm really into food play. I'm really into food. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on.
2: (laughs) I want her to go through all of the... (laughs) all of the things first. Can we get... Oh my
1: God, <laughs> we haven't... We
2: went literally We went, like energetic and then we ball did. gags. We-, yeah, <laughs> we, did. we did sensual. Hold on. Let's get did back. It. Let's put a pin in that, Madison. Let's <laughs> let's get through all of the... Let's let her do her spiel first and then we'll jump in. I know we're all so excited for this Oh my gosh.
1: I totally forgot we didn't get through all the archetypes. So oh, yeah. yeah, we got through yeah. one. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> let's all also- shut up and let Jessie talk. <laughs> okay. I'm literally so going to mute did. myself. I am too. <laughs>
3: Um, so energetic space tease and intention and presence. Um, sensual is beauty having their senses ignited, um, having lots of sensation And when they're not in that space, um, they get stuck in their head they start directing they they have their arousal doesn't show up um, because they might feel rushed and anytime that they feel rushed, it's just a huge cock block to them. Um, Then let's talk about the sexual, because the sexual was brought up that, Lindsay, you have zero percent. So the sexual needs zero, (laughs) zero. (laughs) The sexual um, is turned on by nudity, um, the act of sex, penetration, pursuit of orgasms, like their um, excitement around sex is genitally focused and orgasm focused because they really need to get off in order to relax. Like when they orgasm, they're like, oh my God, everything is right in the world. Like I'm loved, I'm worthy, I am safe because I just orgasmed. And often I've heard people that Mm -hmm. are sexual say that their genitals feel largely connected to their heart. And if their genitals aren't being fondled, then they don't feel loved. (laughs) So... Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. they can experience zero to 60 fast arousal, zero to 69 pretty quickly. Um, and that's, (laughs) that's one of their superpowers is that you can be like, like, let's like, you can just think about sex and they can sniff it and sniff it out and just feel it and immediately be like, ready, ready to go. Um, this is also what, this is the blueprint that a lot of people go to in masturbation and self-pleasure. Um, when it comes to having some time alone and masturbating. A lot of people default into the sexual blueprint, which is not a lot of people's main blueprint. So when you masturbate in a blueprint that's not yours, it can be unfulfilling, boring, um, and very quick. For instance, like a lot of the clients that I have that have... Um, like, low desire when it comes to masturbation. When I ask them what their masturbation, like, go-tos are, it's be- it's they're going to masturbate in a blueprint that's not theirs. So it's often that they're no. going straight to their clitoris or straight to their genitals and just starting there when the rest of their blueprint is not being catered to and enticed. Um, so the sexual... What's challenging for them is that they're like, oh my gosh, if I could just get off, like I'd feel so much better. And so their focus can be um, on the end goal and they can get distracted by that. They can get, um, like you can kind of sometimes sense from them when you're having sex with them that they have like a game plan and that they know that like this position and that position and then this and then that is going to equal an orgasm. So let's follow the script, um, which can feel a little um, pornographic or like premeditated for energetics that are with sexuals, they can sense that that person is not in the moment and that they're in the future and it can become extremely distracting. Mm. Um, okay. Then the the sexual can sense
2: that about the energetic.
3: No, the 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 sexual is like when are we going to orgasm? When am I going to orgasm? They really want certainty around like Got when it. the big moment is going to happen. Um, so the energetic is like wait 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 like be here with me now, and they're like let's just come like come on. Um, and they do have really fun sex because it's very straightforward um, and fun. So then let's move into the kinky. Then after that, the kinky is turned on by taboo and you define what taboo is for you. Each individual has a different idea of what taboo is like having sex in cars may be taboo for some of us, um, and may not be for others. Um, so there's two types of kinky blueprint. There's the, um, psychologically activated, uh, where it feels like taboo and that's like, ooh, I'm having sex in a car. Like, this is so risky. This is so, like, exciting. Am I going to get caught? All of those psychological feeling or thoughts are what create the turn-on. So different examples of psychological kink are, like, dominance and submission, role-playing, fantasy, those types of things where the arousal happens in the brain, mostly. Um, and then also the sensation-based kink, sensation-based kink is where like the sensation feels taboo, meaning like being tied up, having like heavy, intense scratches, having your hair tugged, Um, those types of sensations that make you go like, whoa, why do I like that? I love that. I don't, oh my God. And That's the exciting. um, Choke me,
0: but don't hurt me.
3: (laughs) 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 Yes, exactly. It's the like, oh, I feel like um, the compression on my body, the weight on my body, um, that sensation, that sting after a spank or the like capillaries lit up after a deep scratch is the thing that really gets them going. Um, And what's challenging for them is like in the quiz, we see kinky being the least, shown up on the quiz. And that's because a lot of what is challenging for kinky people um, is one, they either don't know they're kinky, like I was, like I did not know I was kinky until I until I actually played in it. Um, and another is questioning, like, why do I like this? Like, this is so taboo. What about this turns me on and why? Like, we as humans just want to always figure out the why to a lot of things. Um, and for kink you can get so stuck in the in the the why that you're not experiencing the moment for instance um, when I mm. was doing uh, an exploratory session and I was receiving I was like I just I don't know why but I just want to be like swaddled like I want to be wrapped up super tight like in a blanket and really like really compressed really tightly to the point that it feels like I I maybe a rib might break. <laughs> um, and I in that, I was like, wow, that's my desire. And I am having such a hard time actually receiving it because I'm like, what the fuck is going, like, what, why? Like, where did this come from? So getting stuck <laughs> in, yeah. you know, I'm like, really like swaddling you like a baby is what gets you off? Like, huh. Um, so finding, getting stuck in the why is, Um, a part of what keeps them from actually being able to embrace and explore a lot of their blueprint. And then the last is the Mm -hmm. shapeshifter. And shapeshifters um, need variety. They need creativity. They need um, the wild card. They uh, want to go to the buffet and have little bits of everything or a lot of this and a little bit of this and a side of that. Um, And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're considered the most sophisticated because they can play in all of the different blueprints. Um, and because of that sophistication, it can, if you don't know how to ask for what you want or you don't know what it is that you do want, um, it can feel incredibly complicated because your desire can shift every 30 seconds, every 10 seconds. Um, things get boring really quickly. And so to be able to ask for something new or for, to be able to shift it on your own um, is certainly an art form for the shapeshifters to learn. Um, but I think shapeshifting is one of the coolest um, superpowers in all of the blueprints. So um, because you get to play in all of them and be a chameleon. I always joke that the shapeshifter is like the fan favorite at the orgy.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: totally. Because they can totally they Oh my god. Yeah, that's um. or, Yeah, she can juggle a lot. <laughs> If you liked
0: this and are curious about our Clit Talk curriculum, we have a waitlist for our upcoming free workshops and our Sex and Empowerment Signature Masterclass in 2022. Nothing like starting the new year guided by pleasure. Sign up for the waitlist to come tap into your pussy sanctuary with Katie, myself, Sugar, and Lindsay at www.clittalkshow.com backslash waitlist. That's clittalkshow.com backslash waitlist.